0: party people and welcome to over drinks i'm keitha and today i have with me my very good friend my more than friend my sister miss tanisha tanisha say hello All to right. the people
1: hi everybody <laughs> thanks so for to having
0: the, me. To, oh thanks for being here um tanisha before we do anything for we have to you know first things first what are you drinking on
1: you know, I actually have a glass of the blueberry margarita. I bought it from Sam's, and it's so good.
0: Oh, yeah, they've been selling, like, the big, like, gallon. What I don't know. Uh-huh. It's, like, uh, different types of drinks you can buy. I heard they were good.
1: Uh, so good, yes. Over ice, just perfect.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I have a nice uh, peach bellini that I'm drinking on here and it is rather tasty. Okay. And I did not make it with deep eddies cuz everybody who listens to Overdrinks knows I love me some deep eddies, but I am not drinking deep eddies at the moment. So, a peach bellini. Well, now I'm late. Um it is not technically pride month anymore, but is pride not year round? Exactly. I think it is. It's year round, 365 days a year. But here in Charlotte, uh, Black Pride is just getting started, just getting popping. Charlotte Black Pride. And then I think Charlotte Pride is in August. So if I'm wrong, somebody send me a message and correct me and let me know what's going on out here in the city. Um, so happy belated Pride, happy Pride and all that jazz. Yes. Um, I will say that... Uh, I've been back at summer camp and this week at summer camp this past week. Um I had the most um gay non-binary trans kids I've ever had in a classroom before. It was uh and it was pretty cool and like all the kids in the class are dope. They were all great. They were all funny and quirky and weird, just like you expect theater kids to be. Um but I know as far as when you're dealing with kids who are either non-binary or trans that adults in particular can get a little nervous about what pronouns to use and all of that. So I address that. I have begun addressing that at the beginning of all my classes. If uh, there are different pronouns that you use other than at what you present to me, Like, I normally go based off what I see, which is what most people do. But if that is incorrect, please let me know and I will honor your request. Um, And it really wasn't that hard to say they or them. It it really and truly wasn't. And one of the reasons I've gotten much better at honoring people and where they are and who they want to be is because of a beautiful human being that I am... So blessed to have known this person, London, who just happens to be uh, my sister's daughter, my best friend's daughter. And um, I have Tanisha on the show with me today because Tanisha has a very interesting story. She has the unique experience of having a child come out to them twice. So... Uh We are going to talk to her a little bit today and ask her what that is like. So, Tanisha, tell us a little bit about when uh, your child first came out to you. Oh, and let me tell them. What we're going to do is probably in the first half of the story, we're going to reference Dewan. Okay? Okay. And we will say he and him. And then when we start to talk about London, we'll change our pronouns to she and her. Okay. okay, just to kind of keep the story straight, and I'll do my best to make sure we're all on the same page. So, when Dewan came to you initially, like, did you know before Dewan ever said anything to you? Did you know?
1: You know, I, I, I did Um Dewan is actually a twin, and um, Dewan was you know, grew up, you know, with his brother, and then I have another son, Stephane, young younger than them, but two years young, I'm sorry, they're two years apart, and no, he was, I mean, he played basketball, he played sports with them, and I just, I really never knew, um, until London, I'm sorry, so um, he started, he got a little older, and he actually came out to my husband as he was gay, um, so that's kind of how he came out, and I, we were looking like, huh, like, okay, well okay, was the was one nervous you know you know let me tell you what happened mm-hmm. so we went out me and my husband my husband and I went out and I was we were I was drunk when I came home so I didn't know anything I passed out right <laughs> <laughs> and um, I woke up the next morning and everybody was kind of like looking out looking at me all crazy and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then that's when I was told that Dewan actually came out to my husband that, you know, he was gay. Wow. And everybody kind of wants to know what I thought. I feel like at the time I had five children, but one was a toddler, so she really did, didn't understand what was going on. But I feel like between all four of the kids, they all knew, and they were waiting to see my reaction. Right. What reaction I was going to give. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Like I don't mean no to do with that. Like I hope ain't nobody in this house having sex. I didn't care about that because I hope ain't nobody you know in this house having sex yet because y'all are too young. You know right. what I mean? That's kind of what I was on as a mother. Right. Um. Yeah. So you know, um, you know, he started. You know, he just said he came out as gay, and then you kind of started seeing the change. Um, he was hanging out more with his girlfriends and more, uh, dressing more in like more tight clothes, and then. The eyeliner started, and the eyebrows started looking like snatched. You and know? I'll, uh,
0: Let me pause you right there. So that sure. must have been when I met Dwan. Uh huh.
1: Exactly. Because, um, in middle, I was, middle
0: school. Right, because I was touring um, with a theater in St. Louis, and we performed at his middle school. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Look at this fabulous little tulip right here." <laughs> eyebrows snatched. Mm-hmm. Always, never a hair out of place. So that is when I met DeWan. So I always knew DeWan as a gay man. Mm-hmm. Um but like you said, um, like you were saying, like more and more things started to add on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's more than just being effeminate and you're dressing, being a little bit feminine, but it even it moved a little bit further than that. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you continue.
1: Absolutely. So, um, my kids at this, so at the time you met, her, met him, he was in uh, eighth grade getting ready to transition over to high school. Um, the high school my kids were in was actually shutting down. And here in Missouri, when you're, when you're in a certain high school and you're, you have, you're trying to get into another high school, you have to basically, um, sign up for it and apply unless you go to a public school. And my kids didn't want to go to public school. Funny thing is, Dewan got into ROTC, and guess what? You have to wear a uniform in ROTC and all this, <laughs> this, and that, right? Shiny shoes, no makeup, no, none of that's going on. And so, um, you know, London was going, I mean, Dewan was going to high school, and, you know, different people, you know, I don't know. Dewan always wore, like, a scarf. Loved wearing scarves. Mm-hmm. Love, you know, got into Nicki Minaj, heavy, Like, Nicki Minaj was, like, the god of... I mean, Dewan loved him some Nicki Minaj. And the funny thing is, I remember um, my Taylor, my, my youngest daughter at the time, she was, um, Dewan was learning how to do makeup, and Taylor had a sleepover. And Dewan did all their makeup, and I'm looking like, well, who did your makeup? You know? And Taylor was like, well, I showed him a picture of, of Nicki Minaj. And said, I wanted my makeup like that. And to a T, her makeup looked like Nicki Minaj. Like where in the heck did you learn this?
0: Yeah Dewan was very good with the makeup
1: <laughs> so talented, so talented has so much style and grace. Um, so you know so then you know got through high school you know uh, I'm sorry during high school, Dewan met a friend uh, who was actually trans. She was already trans she was they respected her and in, in ROTC is trans all this all of that right? Okay so um, London, sorry Dewan was telling me that she wants to trans. So this is just before high school, right after high school was over.
0: That she, she wanted to transition, that she was that he was not a he, that he was a girl. Yes. Okay.
1: And was so excited that I was super on board with whatever she wanted to do. I just feel like at this point there's nothing I could do. I mean this is your life. So super excited and wanted me to pick out a name. And we were driving down the street. I never forget this like like yesterday and I just told her I said you know, I, I feel like, you know, God blessed me with you. And I feel like, you know, it was my duty to give you a name when you enter this earth. But I feel like if this is something that you want to do, you should, should should pick your own name. And no matter what, I'll accept it. I'll be whatever. I mean, I'll go with whatever you go with. But I gave you a name. So you pick your name. And then that's when London decided London wanted to be London and not DeWine.
0: Right. So I know you guys noticed... Um... That Tanisha was having a difficult time, like, uh, not saying London. Um, And that goes to just show you, like, what type of parent Tanisha is. Because she completely embraced her kid. Uh You know, whatever she didn't understand or whatever didn't matter. She just completely embraced her baby. So you might have heard her struggling a little bit. Because once London was London... London, Dewan was London. It was just London, and that was and. the end of it. And so I remember when I was uh, being told or whatever, and I um, London and I did get talk from time to time. Um, I said I, I love you. Um, my only um, wish for you is that you be safe, you know, and you take care of yourself, and uh, and you be happy. And I love you, you know. Um, And London was very patient with us. Because I know me, I just kind of dropped pronouns altogether. Like, it was the most difficult thing to do. Even though DeWan was always a very girly boy. And you caught yourself saying girl sometimes Uh to him. Um, But still, it was like a difficult thing to make that switch. For me and then one day I don't know what it was and I'm like is this affecting your life in any way shape form and fashion by honoring this child by calling them what they want to be called and I was like no so I got over myself and after that it was just her
1: Uh
0: you know and I think what bothered me the most is the body I mean oh my god like London got so much body and I'm like (laughs) I'm so annoyed. I'm so yeah. annoyed. So <laughs> so much body. Just super, just beautiful, 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 like the hair and the makeup and just a really sweet soul. Like one of my most smile.
1: biggest smile ever.
0: Right, one of my most favorite human beings in the world and funny and all of that, you know. So, um I think Like big ups to you, though, Tanisha, you don't see that a lot where, you know, there are kids who tell their parents that they're uh, gay and they are uh, put out and they're like exiled from their families a lot. And we're still seeing that even in 2021 and let alone having a child tell you that they're trans. A lot of people, uh, adults struggle with that and don't want to see that and will force their children to suppress it and just to see how you just were like, okay, I love you. But I will Yeah,
1: would. but you know, I can honestly tell you though, I absolutely a hundred percent I was on board and doing whatever it was because I love my child. But we had our we had our, you know, our times in London would one to run around here and be okay, well, we wanna be a diva. We're not gonna do that. I have daughters that I didn't play that with and you weren't my daughter, so you're gonna be my daughter and we're not gonna play those games, right? <laughs> Right. Uh, you're going to respect me just like they do. But, you know, and, and she got over like, oh, I can't act like that around mama. Like, I'm not, you know, I can't act like that or run around with midriff. I didn't, I don't know, I, maybe call me old school. I didn't, I didn't allow that. I, I'm not going to allow, I didn't allow Ebony to do it, which is my oldest daughter. And but under her, I'm not going to allow you to do it. Like, there's, there's rules. Still, there's rules, you know?
0: Right. I get I, it. I was there when, um... Like, Tanisha called a family meeting. I was staying with them that (laughs) that, uh, summer, and I was like, why do I got to go? So she, like, fussed at everybody, like, get a job. Bring a bag of chicken in the house. Uh, And then she was like, and you. She said, you want to be my daughter? Uh, You not finna be a floozy. You will not do that. And then she said, um, and... You will not have your boyfriends in the house. And then she pointed at me and said, Liquita ain't bringing no man in the house uh-uh. and sleeping with him. No, and I really was not bringing a man in the house at all. Uh, but I was like, why are you bringing me into this? Yeah, there's still
1: rules. <laughs> but she was like, like no, we don't do that. We're going to be, we're going to all respect it, but there's still rules, babe. And you know, I think she appreciated that more than anything. Like, you know, mom accepted me, and she's. Actually, I had to follow, I had to abide the rules. Like, those, you know, like my daughter, like my sister. So. Right. Absolutely. You know, and I had sons, too. We're not bringing the little girls up in there, either. You
0: right. Know? Like, so, yeah. like, the standard didn't change, and I just thought that was cool. Like, um, and I thought about the kids that were in my class, um last week of camp the where kids nowadays have like room to figure some things out not all kids but a lot of kids do are given room to figure things out and make their way like I don't know about you Tanisha when I was coming up I didn't know that there was more than one option
1: mm-hmm.
0: of what you could be
1: mm-hmm. I had no well, idea know, about that mm-hmm, I was definitely raised around my you know I had uncle I had uncle that was gay Actually, I had two uncles that was gay, and I kind of knew. I kind of, I kind of saw pictures of because my uncle, my one uncle, did makeup, so I knew that you know there was guys that dressed up as girls. But I didn't really know in depth. Um, and then you know, uh, my twin, my sister was gay. You know, she came out. Um, you know, so you when know, I had been around it, but I had never experienced it in my own, in my little, you know, family that I, you know, that I made. Right. Um, I, so I didn't really know how to handle it. I I didn't know. I didn't. The only thing I knew was just to love my child. And that's it. And that's all. But I wasn't going to go for no anything. I don't care what you think is going to go on in this house. But I wasn't going to go for anything. I, I'm still the mother. And there's still rules. So that's my only, you know, that was like. Right. No. Which,
0: makes <laughs> complete and total sense. It's like, I didn't know that there was more than one way to be. Like, looking right. back on my childhood now, I know I had a cousin <coughs> That was gay. And I remember him at family reunions and liking him so much. I thought he was so fun, but I had no idea like what gay even was. And he uh-huh. passed away during that time where a lot of young men were passing away from HIV, like in the 80s uh-huh. or early 90s uh, during that time. And he passed away. and But there, were, uh, there was a lot of whispering. Uh-huh. But I never really understood. I, I like I think I assumed in my own like kid brain that he must have had cancer or something like that and died. But it wasn't until I was a young adult that I started to think about myself and my own sexuality or anything like that and started to remember. and I was like, no, he was gay. And when I understood what gay was, and then I was like, oh, he must have passed away from AIDS. That's what happened. That's why everybody whispered. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Um, so that was like the only experience that I really knew, but I didn't know. I, all I grew up with is if you're a girl, you like you like boys. If you're a boy, you like girl. And if you're a girl, you're a girl. if you're a boy, you're a boy. I didn't know there were any there was any other way to be. and and I brought I say this to say uh, my kids in my class, them talking about their sexuality so much on their lunch breaks and things like that, I didn't do that. Even as a teenager, I didn't really do that at all, Mm -hmm. like, in any way. I mean, there were girls in high school that got pregnant or whatever, but it wasn't something that we were just talking about.
1: Right, and that's kind of like what I experienced through high school, but I just kind of want to go back a little bit to, um, you know, uh, London coming out. You know, London, like I said, London was a twin, and London... you know, when she came out, she hung out with a lot of girls, and, you know, her brother hung out with all his boys, and he was straight, a a manly man, okay, right. that's how DeMarco was, and uh, they had told me their story about their talk, and it was so funny to me, I just felt like, you know, London had told DeMarco, you know, that, you know, he was gay and trans, and this is what he wanted to do with his life, and DeMarco was like, okay, sis, if that's what we doing. That's what we doing, and the the more funny part about it, that I just kind of seems it seemed like it's just like wow. Is his friends, Demarco's friends, showed London nothing but respect. Nobody was like, oh, he's gay, and you know, it was none of that. So I just feel like like, and they were all raised together. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. these straight young, these straight young cats, like like okay, hey, hey, you know, there was never no disrespect. I never dealt with any of that. It was just all like. I kind of, I kind of feel, feel like they all kind of knew, but I didn't, you know. But um, looking back at it, but it was so much respect, you know. I just feel like the, these kids these days are just, I don't know. I, it was just so much respect that I was, I was kind of shocked because you know you see grown men looking like, you know, Ooh, like what is that? You know what I'm saying? But these young guys who, you know, just really who you who wouldn't expect to they be so accepting, didn't even care, you know? Right?
0: You wouldn't expect them to be. You would make the assumption. That they would not be accepting, but that was not the case at all. Which is why you should never judge a book by its cover. Like, absolutely, you don't. You don't know people like you think you know people mm-hmm. at all. Um, and that goes to show too what kind of leader uh, DeMarco was in his friends because they just followed suit. And that also shows you that twin thing is real. Like <laughs> that's where I learned that too. That twin <laughs> stuff is real between certain groups of uh, certain sets of twins. They really do have that connection a type of connection that uh the rest of us don't have mm-hmm. so I always figured that like DeMarco probably on some level knew already because they shared a room and they were very very close so on some level mm-hmm. before um DeWan even said anything DeMarco already knew and mm-hmm. then it ended, and then it just wasn't a thing they were just uh They were, they, before they were DeMarco and DeWan and after they were DeMarco and London. Right. And it was like, it had always been. So I know that I learned so very much things that are valuable that I apply to this day. And I think about every day and and even in my own walk and my own coming outness, um, I thought about London and London's, uh, acceptance of herself and her um, desire just to live her life and just be. So I said, well, I'll honor London and just be. Accept myself and just be. And since I've been doing that, I will say I'm much happier these days. I will honestly say that I'm much, much happier these days. So, Tanisha, thank you so much. For uh, sharing with us today. Thank you for being on the show. I love you. And I miss you. And I hope you come visit.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate your audience for, you know, even like, you know, just for like, showing so much love to, you know, um, the gay, trans and all the, you know, that whole community and actually, you know. Right. Just for the community. I, just, I love it. You know, me in London have done, I've done a couple of prides and I even did a parade, you know, here in, in St. Louis before. So I was all for it. I was out there giving mom hugs and all that, you know, right. people who I didn't even know. So That's it's cool. a beautiful
0: thing. That's cool. And we need that. We need folks like you. Well, anywho, oh, before we go, uh, for those of you who are wondering where China is, China is just super busy these days. Uh, it's hard to catch up with sis these days, so hopefully she'll be back with us soon. But uh, to anybody out there who might be struggling, who feels like they are alone, I want to use this time to remind you that you are not alone. I'm not a licensed therapist or anything like that, but I would do my best to point you in the right direction. You can leave us messages. You can leave us comments. You can follow us on Instagram over drinks with Keith and China. Um, leave us a message we'll do our best but just know that you are seen and you are loved be safe out there happy belated pride and all that oh and happy belated uh juneteenth we didn't get to do a juneteenth show so maybe my next episode will be a little bit about juneteenth and we can talk a little bit more about it so love you and bye